This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, Life Transition Coach, who's helped hundreds of women thrive after major life changes. If you'd like to work with me, you can contact me at HerSelfExpression.com. I'm also the host of this podcast, Her Self-Expression. Research shows that four out of every five women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out by providing you with incredible guests and interesting dialogue. Today, I have these questions for you to ponder. What does self-expression mean to you? How do you express yourself? And how important is self-expression in the big picture? Well, my guest today is Helen Vella. Helen is going to talk with me today about self-expression. And since our mission is to help women on their journey of self-expression, I'm especially excited to hear what she has to say. Helen is the founder of Vela Strategies and does not wait for signs to guide her in life. She uses her strategies to network and make connections that build her circle of influence, serve the greater story of her life, and elevate her business career. For the past 30 years, Helen has defined herself as a trusted resource within the business community, from CEOs and executives to their children. Through technology, Helen expertly creates the safe space to be authentic and make resounding forward growth change in their lives and careers of every individual she works with. Originally from the UK, and after many years of making Orlando, Florida her home, she now resides at the beach in South Florida, just like I'm at the beach in Pauly's Island, South Carolina, so we're both beach girls. She proudly gained her U.S. citizenship in 2019. Her community outreach includes molding business leaders and supporting the mental and emotional wellness of women and children through the various leadership teams and boards on which she is involved. Hi, Helen. Hi. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you. Thank you. And thank you for that great introduction. And unfortunately, today, well, it's very impressive. Well, and I was going to say today, our beaches are not looking too good because of the couple of hurricanes we've just had go through. You know, so it's a little. Yeah, and there, we're getting ready. For one, two, we've got some real heavy rain. Exactly, exactly. But going, you know, we press on. Can you share with me and the audience a little bit about your own personal journey through self-expression to empowerment? Oh, well, it it took a while. I think when I was growing up, 
and how I was brought up, and a lot of people in my age group were brought up this way, was, you know, be seen and not heard, you know, and respect your elders and yes. don't say, you know, don't be outspoken, that sort of thing. So it took me quite a long time, you know, probably into my 30s before I could get rid of that unconscious voice in my head about, you know, you've got nothing to say, be seen and not heard and things like right. that. So expressing myself came late in life. And I know that we express ourselves mm -hmm. as children and things like that in, in, in some behavioral ways to get attention, but to actually right. go to work and ask for things or give an opinion or something like that took me probably till I was in my thirties. And when I worked for corporate, I, I got promoted and I had to learn how to be able to express myself and not just sit there with all my ideas. And it, exactly. you just have to, or with me anyway, it was like, take a deep breath. You've got something to say. You can say it. What's the worst that can happen, right? If you say something, mm -hmm. that's how we all learn brainstorming but it took me a while to self-express and especially when it came to relationships when you're mm -hmm. you know expressing yourself at work or in business is one thing but it, expressing yourself right. in an intimate relationship is a whole other ball game as well and and I don't think us women tend to express ourselves how we would actually want to express ourselves we we give a sort of idea yes. of what we want it does get better but I think that for me personally again that took a little while to express myself in a in a, a relationship because of the way I was brought up of respect your elders speak when you're spoken to be seen and not heard and all of those things that go on in the little voices in your head that go on all the time. I totally agree. My upbringing and career started much the same way. And I found myself kind of playing small. Yes. Kind of just staying back, staying in the woodwork yes. so that the men could shine. When I first started, there were very few women, period. Correct. But one of the things that was interesting to me is if you had the corporate executives around the table, of course, there may only be one woman, but how often it was the men that chimed in and the women that didn't. Right. right. And, and, You're exactly and, and right. also you, you, the guy would say something and you'd go, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and, and, and uh -huh. but you don't, you let them do it. So it, 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 it can get intimidating. And, even in today, I, I still, and I haven't been in corporate for a number of years, but I do have clients that are in the corporate world. And I don't know how much has actually changed over the years. I think we, there's still right. that challenge for women to do better, say what they've got to say, but they're careful how they say it, where the old boys network, they don't, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't know exactly how, how it's working right now. Yeah. yeah. And I also have seen sometimes where men actually take credit for a woman's idea. Oh, yeah. Because she won't speak. Yes. I've had that yeah. happen to me several times. And, and I think that was my jolt yeah. to speak up when that happened.
Yeah, I think it comes from our environment and and the environment we're brought up in and the model that we see for a woman. So what women are mm-hmm. around us as we're growing up, as we're teenagers, as we're young women coming out of college, if we go to college, what women are surrounding us that we can model. And I think that that's mm-hmm. where we get how we move forward is by having the women around us as models. And depending on the model that you've seen will depend on how you then develop as a, as a, as a woman yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And then I think there's that aspect of the old patriarchal society that has old tapes even way before that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So how do you personally express yourself? Okay. If I give you a little story and I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. I was talking to my great nephew a few weeks back when I visited the UK and he said to me, he said, you know, you get white hair if you don't sleep for three nights. And I went, really? Mm. Now he's eight. So I said, well, the thing you have to do is you have to figure out, is that your opinion? Did someone tell you that? Or did you research it? And this is how mm-hmm. I express myself. I research if I'm doing a speaking engagement, if I'm writing something or anything where I'm conversing with people, I make sure that what I say is backed up by facts. If it's an opinion, then it's gotcha. an opinion. And I say, in my opinion, X, Y, Z. But if it's something that I know yes. for a fact and I can back it up, you know, like the sun rises every day, right? That is a fact. It's not my opinion. So I always make sure that any blog that I write, any information that I give, any email that I send with any information in it, if I'm stating something, I will always send the link of the reputable place that I have fact-checked things on. So for me to express myself, I make sure, and, and obviously this comes from my background of making sure that you're not going to get shot down in flames, making sure as a woman that you can't get intimidated because you have the fact. So mm-hmm. that's how I make sure Absolutely. I express myself in, in a way that is communicative and, and the written word, if I'm emailing or something, is to reread it. A lot of people don't do that. And I've been, I've mm-hmm. done it several times also, but to reread, to make sure that we can say something really quickly in an email that can be taken several different ways because you can read you yes. can read a sentence and it depends where you put the accent on which word as to how the sentence is received right it may not have been sent that way yes. but it's how it's received so and and also over the years with all of my training i teach communication anyway so i'm very careful about how mm-hmm. i communicate also cuz i like to practice when i preach so but and that Absolutely. answers your question. That's, that's perfect. I was thinking too, as you were talking, if you're in the middle of, let's say, receiving an emotional phone call or an emotional text or an emotional email, you don't have to respond right back. 
you can step back and pause and then walk away and come back. And what I've found is that I'm much calmer. I'm much more rational in my response than if I just start banging away right when I receive it. Yeah. And, and also, while you're doing that banging away in the emotional, I save it to draft. And sometimes I'll look at, I'll look yes. at it the next day. And then a lot of times mm-hmm. you never send it because that was your reaction at the time. However, it made you feel better at the time, but at least you didn't send it. So a lot of times I'll put uh, yes. things into draft and then, go, like you said, get up, walk around or forget about it for a while and then come back mm-hmm. to it afterwards. Yeah, I do the same thing. Awesome advice. Yeah. So what advice do you have for other women on how they can express themselves? Hmm. Be authentic. You are, yes. If you're authentic, if you are honest, and you're truthful, you're grounded, then whatever it is that you're expressing is okay. Now, how, mm-hmm. how you express it is a whole different ballgame, you know, because, you know, are you expressing it from an anger point of view, from a sadness point of view, from a fear point of view, from a guilt point of view? But if you're mm-hmm. coming from a place of authenticity, then even if you're angry or something like that, it's still, it's still your truth. And mm-hmm. your truth is always good. And I'm always careful when I say this because being authentic and being truthful is excellent. However, there are caveats to that also. You have to be respectful as well. You know, there's, you can't be mm-hmm. truthful and, you know, like children, you know, out of the words, babes you know the kids they'll they'll say oh don't like the color of your hair today right but it's a kid so you laugh it off mm-hmm. if it's an adult it's a whole yeah. whole different scenario so being truthful and being authentic but also being empathetic and aware of who you're expressing yourself to if you've got an audience if you're a speaker and you've got an audience then you will hopefully have learned how to speak to a group of people and you speak to them differently than you do when you're speaking to a one-on-one. If you're employing people, again, expressing yourself to those people, again, authentic, truthful, but also compassion when it comes to directing people mm-hmm. that work for you. So it depends on the on on the scenario of how you're expressing yourself and what environment you're in but the bottom line would be authentic and truthful do you think that you're seeing a increase in authenticity in women or is it staying about the same in terms of them finding their voice and using their voice okay if you'd asked me that question before covid the answer would be different than it is now what i found since the lockdown and since the restructure of society because of COVID worldwide, and it's a worldwide issue, not just an issue in in the, the States, is that a lot of people have lost the confidence. They've lost the self-esteem because Mm. they were shut down for two years and they got into different habits. So different dressing habits, different makeup habits, different attitude habits, 
different value mm-hmm. habits, different outlook on life right. in general. So now I would say that there's more miscommunication now. I would say there's more people that are less confident than they were. And the shift in society in general. So even just going to the store is a different experience than it was before COVID. Going to a restaurant is a different experience than it was before COVID. So there's had to be learning challenges. And if you're a young parent, you have also had the societal changes of what your children have gone through and coping with all of Mm -hmm. that. And then if there were any COVID babies, then uh, uh, one of my friends, she had a baby just as COVID was coming. So her baby didn't meet another baby till he was nearly 18 months. So there's a whole... Wow. So what I found is that there is a whole different world of expression. And I can't now say that, yes, women have got a better voice than they had before, or women are voicing themselves better I think the whole universe has had to relearn communication since we've stopped lockdown and and may I say (laughs) self-expression that's my opinion (laughs) and I do (laughs) I do have some facts to back it up because of personal experiences with clients and the people that I network with and and see. So that's where I'm getting that information from. Gotcha. You had mentioned being respectful earlier. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that there is a change in respectfulness in general of how we communicate, of how we interact? Or do you feel like it's moving toward more positive, respectful behavior? I would say that it's getting more negative respect. I I don't think right now in society there is, I'll give you an example. I just did a blog on this very subject and I was traveling to Orlando from South Florida to Central Florida on a plane. And there was a young couple in front of me and it was two seats and two seats. And they had two children. One was round about three-ish and one was round about five-ish. The couple sat together, two, and they sat the children mm-hmm. together. So the children were jumping around. They were doing what that age group does. You know, that's how it is. You can't, right. we've all traveled with children and, and flying with a child is one of the worst experiences you can have because they won't sit still. So these two children were yes. not sitting still. But the couple, the parents were involved with each other, very intimately mm-hmm. involved with each other, right? And not noticing what was going on with the children. And it was like, the the communication in years gone by would have been others like myself would have said, hey, look, your kids are not strapped in. We're going to take off in a second. You know, your kids are still standing mm-hmm. up. And if we take off 
and they did it in landings. If they land and he puts the brakes on, these kids are going to be in first class and they're not going to be here. Right. But there wasn't that confidence to do that from anyone that was there. On the way back, there was a young lady watching video on her phone, which we all do that, especially when mm -hmm. we're traveling. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Right. Except she wasn't wearing earbuds. So the whole... Oh. Right. So my point being that the disrespect of the young person with the mm. video who thought there was nothing wrong in it, and then the lady sitting next to her who asked to be moved because of the, the noise of the video, instead of us turning around and going, say, would you mind wearing your earplugs? You know, because we yeah. don't do that anymore. So we don't, there isn't that respect. And also there isn't that communication whereby we can communicate with each other without the fear of a TikTok video sh showing us having a conversation about, could you wear your earbuds? Yes. You know, so it's, yeah. so I think it's got, I think the, the respect has got worse. I, I really do. In my experience of Absolutely. what I have seen personally, you know, so. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I think also what's happening in society where it's a little bit more one side against the other. Yeah. And instead of being able to compromise, it's more attack on each other. Right. I think that has complicated our ability to show respect mm -hmm. because everybody feels like they're right and they don't budge. Right. Exactly. And, and that comes from walking down the street, walking into a store, sitting in a, a movie theater, you know, whatever. It, it's, and it's all age groups. It's not just, you know, I don't want people thinking, you know, millennials, Gen Z, all that sort of thing, because I, I, I don't label people like that. Right. But it's all age groups and all genders. You know, so. Yes, I believe that very much. Well, everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment when Helen will share her three actionable tips about self-expression with you. We'll be right back. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here again. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Are you or is anyone you know stuck carrying the life-numbing emotional baggage after your divorce? I call this the divorce hangover. Whether you are newly divorced or divorced many years ago, this happens. Do you want more? Want to feel happy, worthy, confident, and successful? Want to move on? Many women invest in attorneys and accountants, but ignore their emotional recovery. Some because they don't feel like they deserve it. Others won't invest in themselves like we do for others. And others decide just to stuff their emotions and trudge through life. If this sounds like you or someone you know and you want more out of life, then my Divorce Recovery Coaching Program may be just the answer. With one-on-one -on -one personal support, we'll work together to cure your divorce hangover with a customized solution. Join hundreds of women that have walked through divorce with me to the other side. 
Schedule a free confidential divorce recovery breakthrough session to learn more and say yes to thriving for your lifetime. The link to schedule this session will be in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Helen, what three actionable steps would you give to the women in our audience about expressing themselves? Well, I think we've covered some of it already. So if I'm repeating mm-hmm. myself to the audience, please forgive me. However, I would say, say what you mean. We, we as women tend yes. to skirt around the edges, whereas males will just say what they mean. They don't skirt around the edges. Right? Mm-hmm. So say what you mean, because what happens with women is we don't get the result that we want from the person we're speaking to, and then we get upset, but we didn't say what we meant in the first place. So say what you mean, and then make sure the person you're speaking to understands what you mean. So say what you mean, and then, yes, tell me, did you understand what I meant, right? Because the listener may find out that they have listened to something that you didn't say, right? The other thing we've already covered right. is be yourself. I've, I've just co-authored mm-hmm. a book with, with some people called The Wisdom Before Me. And my chapter is about being yourself and trying not to be someone else. So be yourself. Today's society is full of reality TV people and social media and mm-hmm. influencers. And there's a lot of people want to imitate these people there's Mm -hmm. there's always a bad imitation but there's never a bad Mm -hmm. interpretation of yourself being truthful and honest so be yourself so don't try to Mm -hmm. be someone else when you're trying to communicate and be empowered and again like we've covered already Mm -hmm. is be truthful be truthful especially Mm -hmm. with yourself because again as women We're conditioned to, you know, bringing up the kids, having a partner, doing this, doing that, doing something else. But be truthful to yourself. If you're not in a job that you like, admit it to yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're not in a relationship that you don't like, you know, admit it to yourself. If your kids are horrors, admit it to yourself. You know, it's, you know, be truthful because... If you're truthful with yourself, then you'll be truthful with everyone else, right? But the person you've got to be truthful with is you. If, if you're lying to yourself, if you're making do, if you are settling, you're not being honest with yourself. You're not being truthful. So one of the best ways to self-expression yeah. and self-empowerment is honesty with yourself, 100%. And we all do it and they'll go, yeah, I quite like this movie and yeah, I'm enjoying this girlfriend tonight. And you wake up the next morning, you go, why did I waste my time? I didn't like the movie. And, you know, I'm really going off her anyway, right? Why do that? You know, we've only got one life, live it, right? But live it honestly, you know, and, and by honestly, I mean being truthful to yourself, right? Hopefully everyone's honest, mm-hmm. but, you know, being truthful with yourself. 
So I'd say they were my three things. Absolutely. They're my three things. When you mentioned be yourself, the one thing that popped into my mind was that I think as women, we tend to compare a lot. We compare ourselves to other women. We compare our children to other children. We compare a husband to other mm -hmm. husbands. We compare our house to others. Right. And I think that's such a dangerous thing because I think it puts the focus on others instead of the focus on ourselves. Exactly. And while you're doing that, and again, this is exactly what my chapter is about because that's what was happening to me. I grew up not wanting to be like my mother and wanting mm -hmm. to be like this speaker that I saw. So it was like, okay, don't mm -hmm. do this because I don't want to be like her and try to do this because I want to be like her. And one day I woke up and it was like, hang on a minute. I'm trying not to be this and I'm trying to be that. But who am I? Who's me? Who's the woman? Mm -hmm. Right? So it was like, yeah. why live your life trying not to be or trying to be someone else? Because you can't be that. You can only be you. So find out who you are and be your authentic right. self. There isn't another one of you. So be you. Don't be someone else. You know? Yeah. I found that in my journey so important because I realized at one point that I was almost operating with two personalities. There was my personality at work. And there was my personality at home and in my personal relationships. And the more I kept two personalities, the greater my tension Absolutely. would be. And I had to come together to define who the real me was. Exactly. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. As you were coming along in your career and your self-expression empowerment journey, what support do you wish you had had? along the way that you didn't have that would have helped you? Again, I, I go back to honesty. Like if I had a couple of mentors who were very honest with me and guided me in different things in my early 20s, but once you get into your late 30s, early 40s, people don't mentor you the same way. So in, in that period when I was in corporate, you know, trying to break glass ceilings and things like that. It would have been very helpful at one point of my career where they could have told me different things that I could have been aware of. So I think having mentors is great. Having coaches is great. Having all of that, but having them be totally honest, you know, you know, the brutally yes. honest bit. And yeah, don't sugarcoat. Correct. Mm -hmm. And also as far as your self-empowerment, self-expression is, is you take it on the chin. You listen because someone is telling you that. So I wish I had that at one point of my career. That would have been a bit of a game changer for me if I'd had that. But apart from that, you know, the support I've had has been pretty good. And since I've started my own company, the support I've had from my family is, has been good. My husband at the time, not as good because there was a, a lack of understanding of what I did. So, but apart from that, 
probably okay, but I have spent most of my self-employment, my own company on my own anyway. But the time I did have someone mm -hmm. to share that with me, there was lack of understanding. And that can go back to say what you mean, right? <laughs> okay. Because if mm -hmm. I'd been more truthful Absolutely. about saying what I meant, maybe things would have been different. I think one thing I experienced in terms of support early in my career was that there was very little support of women for other women. Women tended to be competitive yes. and kind of nasty to each other. And this was my experience in the corporate world. And I found when I became an entrepreneur that women around me were much more supportive and didn't feel competitive and didn't, you know, treat each other with disrespect. Did you have any experiences like that? Exactly. Absolutely. However, mm -hmm. in my entrepreneurship and again, this is a self-esteem thing when I first started out, and this is again, not speaking up when you should speak up. I had several programs and jobs and things that I was putting out into the world. And what I found was that other women were also starting out in their careers as entrepreneurs, and they copied what I did, right? Um, Ooh. And so that was something I had to learn, that, that, that they copied what I was doing. And instead of taking it as a compliment, it was like, hang on a minute, you just stole my tagline. Just, you know, yeah. You know, and then, <laughs> then it's like, okay, let's copyright things. And that's when I learned different things about copyright mm -hmm. and, and making sure that, that your intellectual property is protected and things like that. Because unfortunately, when you have like yourself, you know, we're coaches and we help people, it's sort of up here. It's intellectual. Right. right. So once you've shared it, it's out there. So, but so that's right. what I found with my entrepreneurship that, that there are still women out there that will outright copy you and take your stuff and make it their own, which obviously is plagiarism. Gotcha. But, and, and in the corporate world, I found, but you see, I was in a male dominated corporate world. I was the only woman. I didn't have right. as many women. In the corporate world that I had to deal with, it was all men. But in my entrepreneurship, it's been all women. So I've had the opposite effect that the experience than you did. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Can you can you share a little bit about your newest book with us? Well, it's called Wisdom Before Me, and we're, we've just done our, a signing at Barnes and Noble in Tampa, and we're hope Barnes and Noble have picked it up, and we're going to be doing book signings throughout Florida at the moment. And it's all about these 10 women of all different ages that are sharing their wisdom of and passing it on basically. So the book is basically about wisdom before me. So this is the wisdom that mm -hmm. I have brought through, like, you know, be yourself, don't try and replicate someone. And the experience and so that's my chapter and there's other chapters where people have gone through it's all women where women have gone through different experiences in their lives and how they've overcome them and how they are the successful women they are today some of it beautiful it, it, it's it's a beautiful book and it launched october 25th it's already been highlighted in times square 
which was rather fun for all of us. And, and there's yeah. the book signings are coming up and things like that. So right now, I, the link to buy the books and everything would be on my, my Facebook page and things like that. Because, or you can go to Barnes and Noble and get them from Barnes and Noble. But it's, it's a great book. It's full, full of great ideas. And a really good friend of mine, Linda Brune, it, she's the brains behind it. And she organized it and, and got everybody together and then found a publisher to publish it all. It's, it's very good. It's very good. I've enjoyed being part That's of it. That's great. Yeah, it's great. So how can my listeners find you, Helen? All of my social media is at Bella Strategies. My LinkedIn is Helen Bella. And my website is manage-strategies.com. So, because mainly what I do is teach people how to have the strategies to cope with their situation as it is. So I use meridian energy therapies. I use hypnotherapy. I do past life regressions. I do a lot of things to do with re reprogramming the brain from the mindset of negativity to positivity and all that sort of thing. So that's why my, my website is mindset-strategies.com. So, and all my other social media is just at Bella Strategies. Beautiful. Well, Helen, thank you so much for being my guest today. And to the audience, all of Helen's information will be available in the show notes. You can find this podcast at Apple, Spotify, and you can find it on my website, herselfexpression.com. Please download the episode and share it with your friends. The more women we reach, the more interesting topics and impactful guests we can bring you. Thank you for being with Helen and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I love connecting you with incredible women that can provide actionable steps for you to take on your journey. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to navigating the road to self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, you don't have to go it alone. I've been through many life challenges on my own empowerment journey and have reached a place of confidence, authenticity, and happiness. No matter where you are in your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.